0: This is Defeating the Curse two-man show this afternoon. Stevie say hello.
1: Happy Monday everyone. Joe, it's a pleasure. Always uh, good to be back with you. It is always been, good uh, to be back.
0: It's always it's always good to talk sports, but what what the hell happened to the Nats? What what they go to St. Louis? Every time they play a real team, they fall apart, Steve.
1: Well, I'm going to correct you on that once we get into the show. So, that's uh that's uh, uh, uh one way of looking at it. I have another way of looking at it.
0: Okay. Well, we got that to talk about. Um I'd like, to talk on, I'd like to touch on the NBA free agency, but I have a feeling you're going to shut me down on that, right?
1: Uh, I think it's beneath me. I think it's beneath our <laughs> listeners to get back into that. I think it's uh, where we're doing. Uh, you're in uh, full-on Game of Thrones mode, aren't you? Hey, Vala Mahoulis, <laughs> all men must die, okay? Somewhere, Let's kill the NBA, okay? Somewhere
0: LP is com- completely confused uh, right now.
1: <laughs> Watching uh, a replay of something.
0: The, yeah, probably, probably. And... Uh, I want to talk. I want to talk about Trump's CNN tweet. Also,
1: I am sure you. Can we start I, with that? Actually, <laughs> I, I think it's. Uh, I think people love it. Okay, give the people what
0: they want. All right, Stevie, let's go, Nats. Let's go, Nats. Every time they face a real team, it's what I said in the open. Every time they face a real team, the Cardinals are very much a real team. One of the most established franchises in all the majors. The wheels seem to come off, uh, with the exception of uh, Max going seven innings yesterday. They just didn't look good um, in games one or two of this series. Losing, if I'm not mistaken, uh, 8-1 and 2-1 before coming back and waking up and going seven. uh, uh, They won 7-2 yesterday, if I'm not mistaken. Um, What's going on here? What's going on? I know the Turner thing was a big deal. We uh, talked uh, about that last time out, but why can't they seem to string wins together all of a sudden?
1: Well, let's take a step back, okay? Because I actually kind of disagree with that outlook in a little bit. So, uh, they go to St. Louis on a Friday night, coming off an emotional Thursday uh, game at home. They fly to St. Louis. Trey Turner breaks his, uh, uh, his forearm, his wrist, and uh, they get shellacked. Okay, and, and and that's not a close game. Let's you know, there's going to be those kind of games in a 162 game season. Those kind of games happen. Now, let's talk about Saturday, okay? Because the bats went silent on Saturday, and they had a lot of trouble picking up – I think it was Michael Walker who was pitching on Saturday. Then what happened is they went uh, 2 nothing top of the ninth. They were down 2 nothing top of the ninth. They score a run, and then they put the bases loaded with two outs, down one run, uh, top of the ninth, two outs, bases loaded – Uh, uh, down 2-1, and they bring in Adrian Sanchez, who I talked about two weeks ago on this podcast, who's going to come up and help out at shortstop with uh, Wilmer Defoe and Steven True. They bring him in, his first major league at bat, down one, top of the ninth, bases loaded, two outs. And he fights back from 0-2 goes 3-2 count, and he takes a pitch that's probably two inches off of the plate, and they call strike three, game over. And one of the worst calls I've seen in a long time watching baseball. It was an outrageous call. I've seen so many strike zone casts, all of the the Twitter was blowing up. It was clearly ball four. It should have been uh, ball four, tie ball game with bases loaded, top of the ninth, and really that game should have gone into extra. So that one I don't consider a loss. Gio Gonzalez pitched lights out. And to be honest, he didn't make the All-Star game. I don't know what else he needs to do to make the All-Star team as a starting pitcher. Because he was phenomenal. He has been phenomenal. He's top five in the league in ERA, which is unbelievable. Better ERA than Steven Strasberg, who made the All-Star team. So hats off to Gio on a great first season, uh, first half of the season. Now we get into Sunday and Max Scherzer. Oh my <laughs> goodness. We I mean we got a sense of this Keep it okay, keep it clean this, keep this it clean is getting me hot okay <laughs> Mad Max is incredible and Thomas Boswell who I probably despise if I knew more about him wrote this phenomenal article for the Washington Post I know your publication of choice uh, wrote this awesome article basically saying that we are witnessing history every 5th day every time Max Scherzer gets the ball for a start he is 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 going to do something special, and there's always a chance that he does something incredible, something historic, and something really special. So Max Sunday night, um, uh, you know, Sunday night baseball on ESPN pitches seven innings, strikes out twelve batters, incredible shutout uh, baseball, fantastic. And then the other story, which we got to get into. Which I think true baseball fans will love is Bryce Harper, who had been home runless for the past, I think, 15, 20 games, hit two home runs in the first three innings in his first two at bats. And the thing to note about that, and I texted you about it, I know we spoke about it off air, his swing in those first two at bats was completely different than what I've seen in the past three months. And the ESPN analyst noted it briefly. But it was much more uh, a dialed back. It was uh, not as much leg kick, not as much power, not as much velocity. And he was really just go- – one of the, the second one, he golfed out of the park. Both of the home runs came outside of the strike zone on pitches that were outside of the strike zone. So it looks like this slump – I guess Bryce is changing something up. I, I heard the ESPN telecast say that for the first time this season, he took batting practice on the field which was a big deal that he had, he had decided to take batting practice uh, back in the batting cages inside the stadium. And he does that here at Nats Park. So I, I love that Bryce Harper's trying some new things to get himself out of the slump. He hit two two-run home runs to get his total up to 20 home runs. And uh, so all in all, I think the St. Louis trip could have been better, but it could have been worse, to be honest. And, and they showed long-term signs of improving – and kind of getting out of this funk so you're you are you are a
0: you are real bullish on on a team that's five and five uh what what they got five losses out of the last eight games yeah. going back to the yeah, Mets I mean, series um with a team with a mets team coming into dc starting that series starting today that's on a little bit of a heater i think they've won four or five in that gap you know we've we've talked about it a lot but it's it's down what into the nine game territory i mean it's I mean, there's a very slim chance that the Mets win all of, all of these these games here in DC. If, if it's not going to happen, but that gap is um, it's diminished. Um, Trey Turner, obviously, is a setback. The pitching still atrocious down the stretch, with the exception of uh, of the, the studs, bullpen. the bullpen specifically. So you're really you're really excited about a lot of stuff that I think um, casual fans probably don't care about. Uh, you know, when I open up and I look at when I Google the Nats and I see. First place NL East. I'm like, okay, and it's still a huge cushion. But then the more you look into these numbers, I mean, when they when they're not swinging the bat well, Steve, they can't score at all. It's not. It's not like there's a drop off. We're not talking about the difference between like eight runs and four runs. It's like one run versus nine runs. The delta is so huge between when they're on and when they're off that to me that's troublesome. Um, the bull, the bullpen has to be addressed. You're right. Mad Max is is incredible um for whether a casual fan or a hardcore one he's awesome to watch. I mean he he is legitimately must watch every time he he uh-huh. the ball the ball um you know he, every time he starts a game you've got to watch him. And and he is awesome and fun to watch but the team doesn't look very good. I mean you know just at, as at a as a not more than a casual observer, observer but not a hardcore fan. The team just doesn't look good. They don't look their mojo's missing. Um I mean that's what I see. That's what I see. So I'm not super I'm not super optimistic. They got the Mets coming in for 3 and the Braves coming in for 4 after that. So this is an important stretch against two teams that uh on paper they are leaps and bounds better uh better than. Uh, I mean, can they win all 7 games?
1: But that well, no, I don't think they're going to win all seven games. And but that's the key: is on paper they are better than these teams. And in the major league baseball season of 162 games, talent tends to take over, and talent tends to reign in the long run. That, that's actually, I think, probably the difference in kind of where we're looking at. It is I'm taking the long approach to kind of looking at this season and looking at, to me, getting Bryce Harper on track with his swing and his timing. And we're talking about two swings. He didn't,
0: he he hit, he, he, I mean, he saw. Well, he
1: went three for five. He went three for five. Right. So, so uh, I I like that. And, and and to be honest, his numbers are still insane. He's still top 10 in basically every statistical batting category uh, that there is. I mean, nationals right now are the best offense in the NL statistically. So uh, I, when you look at the long kind of approach to this, uh, you can't, do anything about talent at this point in the season. That either you have the talent or you don't. And and right now the Nationals have the talent. The thing that makes me really excited is the All-Star break. And I think giving these guys a break. These guys have been playing, because of a couple of makeup games, they've been playing, you know, 40 out of the past 42 nights. They've been on a grind. They've had a couple West Coast trips. So giving these guys a break, getting some of these guys healthy. Sammy Solis came back uh, this past weekend. It was good to see him getting another lefty. Somebody who can You know, Jacob Turner's been our longer reliever, and in no way was he ever slated to be in that role. It's supposed to be a Sammy Solis uh, type role, and he's had to step in because of injury. So, getting Jacob Turner some good innings was nice to have, but now we got Sammy Solis, and now that's an improvement. So, getting obviously Stephen Drew's stepped up and and been okay in in Trey Turner's absence so far. It's been a couple games. But, you know, after the All Star break, look, you're going to get. Coda Glover back, you're gonna get Jason Worth yeah, what, back.
0: What's his status? We need some insider information. What's going on? It was yeah. it was 10 day and then it and then it was leaked yes. out. It was uh rotator cut. like what's going yeah, it on. Yeah, was that what's shoulder.
1: Any anytime you, you mess with that shoulder, anytime you, you see the word inflammation, uh, those are not good signs. Those are lingering injuries, those are not good spots in a pitcher's uh, a body that you want an injury on. So uh, I think he's on the 60-day DL because they moved. Uh, Trey Turner to the 10-day DL, so uh, it's going to be a you know, going to be a while, and hopefully it won't matter because Mike Rizzo should be at his desk right now making some phone calls for a a ninth-inning closer. So,
0: which he's going to overpay for, but he's got to. Not my
1: money. It's not my money. Yeah, he's
0: got. He's got. He. has got it has got to happen. On the All-Star front, though, uh, am I reading this right? That uh, Zim. This is this is Zimmerman's first trip back to the all-star game in eight seasons
1: yeah i think it was either eight or nine seasons yep that's nuts yeah it's like a whole career hey, well let's not investigate that because then we'll come up with some hga okay. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's just leave that alone okay let's well, not it's bring still up. it's
0: still impressive i mean he did it i mean to say you've you you made the all-star team with an eight-year gap i mean that's that's more than fountain of youth i mean that that's getting right on all cylinders on all counts by all measures Um and, and- that's impressive
1: Let's not forget, and Bryce Harper kind of stole this, this you know, line from Ryan Zimmerman. Ryan Zimmerman is the face of Nationals baseball. I mean, he's been with the team since the the franchise came to D.C. in 2005. He's been their best player. He set all the records. Uh, so he's missed your Nationals. Obviously, you know, Bryce has kind of become D.C.'s favorite son, but... Uh, you know, good for Zimmerman. So, I mean, right now the All-Star game, it's really turning into a Nats a National League lineup. We got five players, three position players, two pitchers. They just announced a couple hours ago Max Scherzer is starting uh, the All-Star game uh, for the National League. It's a great uh Can you just choose honor. to
0: sit that out? Is it is it the same as like in the NBA where they can just say, you know, thanks, no thanks, or the Pro Bowl? Or is it, Nah, mm-hmm. I'm not interested?
1: Well I mean the difference is he's going to pitch one inning. He's going to pitch two innings at most. So he'll be on a pitch count, probably 25, 30 pitches max and then uh you know they'll pull him probably bring in Clayton Kershaw. So uh, the the thing is they also give about 3 days you know you know before and after the break. So they have a week to catch up so he won't miss a start because of it.
0: You know uh, I I want to just chime in here and say the the Major League Baseball All-Star Game is my least favorite of the bunch. Uh, the festivities well, yeah. around it may be okay but the game itself uh it's just not it's just not it's not fun it's not good
1: but, you know I, I, I this is embarrassing for me not to know this but uh it used to mean something you, you know that right it used to be used to count for home field advantage for the world series it still does see i thought it still does and then i saw a rumor on twitter you no, know no, that no, it still reliable does. you're sure
0: uh, as sure as I'm going to be on the topic, yeah. Huh. Okay, okay. Yeah. I, we'll, I, we'll get I one of the interns to, to fact check.
1: Somehow, exactly. Where's LP when you need him? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I think that's the coolest part is that it does count for something. But I the, think,
0: but it's stupid. It's a bunch of guys who are playing at half speed, and then it's like, oh, by the not, way, oh, by the way, it determines who gets uh, who gets uh, the fourth game in, in their park at the but end. But you're going to
1: you're going to you're going to complain about half speed in the Major League Baseball All-Star Game. I mean, the whole Max game Scherzer's is half not, speed. He, but he's he's not pitching sixty five mile an hour fastball. It's still ninety. But that's mile why it's ridiculous.
0: Basketball. Why would you why would you tie uh, a, a series swinging home game at, in the, you know it's such it's such huge implications for a game that doesn't mean anything. Not to mention you have players that are representing teams that have no shot of getting there. So it, to me, it just doesn't the whole the math of the situation doesn't make any sense.
1: Let's can we agree that the home run derby is the coolest night in sports? Yeah, I mean. It,
0: Yes. It would be cooler if they brought back all the uh, roided up players and let them uh, swing the bats. That's what I want to see. Give Sammy his cork bat and get uh, get Mark McGuire and Jose Canseco. Get like a Legends. Uh, 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 we need like a Legends competition or something.
1: I, I, I mean, if Barry Bonds' head could fit through the clubhouse door, then good on him. Okay? <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't
0: that make it more fun though? Like, what if you had to team up like a current stud with a former... Steroid era stud.
1: I mean, it'd be the Champions League. Yeah, Fine. it'd be the the legends. They again. gotta
0: they gotta do something. They gotta do something. This can can, can
1: can we not uh, piss some? The, the the year it's coming to DC next year. Okay, this is the most exciting thing happening in my neighborhood. Can we can we give it a little props? Wow! And can we get some media credentials?
0: Well, I'm working on the credentials. I mean, that's a, that's an action item for your boy. Uh, I'm su- I'm doing what I can here. Um, uh, but the game, the game itself is is I just take exception. Like it's just it's just boring. It's it's the Pro Bowl, except the Pro Bowl doesn't mean anything, and everybody's just excited to be invited, but they don't really want to play. Except of course, uh, rest in peace, 21, who's knocking out people left and right. Uh, this is <laughs> the greatest play in uh, <laughs> the greatest play in Pro Bowl history is Sean Taylor. Do you remember the name of the punter?
1: I, I you know, I was, was just it Ryan. Quiz you. Uh,
0: was it? Was it Ryan? I was uh, like
1: Brian Moore. It's like Mormon, Moran,
0: Moore? something like Brian that. Brian Mormon.
1: Yeah. Brian Mormon. That's right. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Just he was the Bills punter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's still. Uh, yeah. He's still down.
0: What one last comment for me on on the Nats, and and it's in light of what's happening with the Caps. Uh, I don't know if you've been following what's happening in NHL free agency, but crazy stuff. Um, they had to blow up the team, and it's because of the hard mm-hmm. cap. Different sport, different situation, but it shows you, um, you know, I'm I don't like you know slinging the curse mon- uh, that that word around and saying oh we're all cursed and blah blah blah. But the Caps, this was the closest they had been as far as talent on the team, best put together roster. Um, they extended who they could, and the studs now are being traded. It's they have to because of the the caps the app the cap implications that they're dealing with. It's just amazing, and and in hindsight, you know that that game seven loss was just huge, not just for mm-hmm. the team but for the city. Now you switch it and pivot here, look, looking at look at the Nats' current situation. Rizzo has to move mountains, and he has to get a closer on this team this season right now because the future is just so um, it's unscripted. I mean, anything mm-hmm. can literally happen, you know. The team, ironically, losing Bryce Harper probably isn't the biggest thing or the worst thing that could happen to the team right now, given the way it's playing. But damn, get get a closer on this team, and and just try to win it because the Caps are a perfect example of what happens when you can't close out. They had they had to give up. They had to give up players. Again, MLB is totally different. There's no cap. They can do whatever they want. But uh, history has shown that the the learners aren't just going to throw away money. Uh, we're not the Yankees. We're not right. the Cubs not even the red Sox, So, um, they're going to want to maintain some type of, uh, you know, fiscal discipline he's, but he's got to move mountains. He's got to make a move right now.
1: Yes. And, and, uh, that whole idea of needing to get a closer that's even stopped becoming like a hot take in this town. I mean, that's just something that's a matter of fact that needs to get done and it will get done. And I'm very confident about that. So that, that to me, is a no-brainer and it's going to happen the question is who and at what cost so uh, you know those two things Rizzo's always come through on the other difference that I'll throw out to you with the caps is the Nationals and Major League Baseball because of that farm system they produce their own talent and the Nationals have always been really good at restocking their team
0: but they they did did give up a lot of pieces just this past offseason right door, yeah. and they still
1: got a ton more... Giolito was a good stuff. example
0: of that. Giolito is somebody who they called up, had a, was not the greatest outings, but you could see there was some talent there and some promise. They had to move him. So, or it was part of, I forget who came in on that. Who who was he traded for? Was he part of the... Uh, uh, Adam Eaton, who broke
1: his leg, yeah.
0: You know, and Giolito, he's not he's he's not lighting anybody up, but you, know, you start to deplete your bullpen, and you... I mean, he was another piece that you could have had maybe used in some way um, that you don't have now, you know? And, uh, you know, I think for a long time, the, the Yankees actually were a good example of what happens when you completely deplete your, your farm system of talent, you, you have to suck for a while. That's basically what it comes down to.
1: But that's not what, what the Nats have right now. Nats actually have a lot of good players. They got a pitcher, Eric Fetty, uh, uh, you know, in AAA, he's really good. And they actually thought about bringing him up and helping out the bullpen this year. um, so they got uh, Victor Robles is a top five prospect. Another great. Uh, he's a, he's a position player, but uh, so Rizzo has always been good at restocking and always had that good balance of I got great guys in my farm system and I have a stacked uh, team, uh, you know, playing for me. So uh, you know that no cap, by the way, is such a like. You know, obviously, this is a bigger topic for another episode, but not having a cap is such a is such a game changer uh, for a, a team and a professional sport. A league that it really you can't compare having a salary cap because at this point you know all bets are off on on you know it's unlimited resources essentially well
0: i mean are you are you saying you're a fan of a salary cap or not a fan of a salary cap
1: well you know it's funny thing is i think the salary cap if you you take a step back the salary cap the purpose of the salary cap is to create a is to to kind of create a level playing field for all teams and the league that has a salary cap which is the nba i know the nfl does too but the nba has a salary cap and there's zero parity in that league and i would contest that major league baseball has much higher parity in the last uh two world did series you just bring brand,
0: up the nba i'll take that as a segue uh, and i'm gonna go ahead and I'm, I'm gonna go shame. i'm gonna go ahead and chime in here do you know what jj reddick do you know do what jj the, Redick? hold on, hold on. Do you know what JJ Redick is about to get paid by the 76ers. I do, he's
1: getting paid Michael Jordan's uh, jersey number.
0: 23 million dollars for one season. I
1: know. And all I want to do is yell uh shame like Cersei Lannister. Okay, shame, <laughs> shame.
0: Did I mean I'm sure you, you Curry's contract first 200 million dollar contract. Uh,
1: 201
0: yeah. M- Mike Lowry? Kyle Lowry? Yeah, oh, sorry. Mike Lowry's the cop from Bad Boys. I'm thinking of. Uh, I got movies on the brain. It's a holiday <laughs> hey, weekend. It's
1: another brother. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kyle. Three years. Hundred mil. And uh, yep. here, keeping it local. The, the cur- You want to know how how alive and well the curse is? Give there's me an, a piece of
1: crap auto. There's porter.
0: an offer. Forget about auto porter. There's an offer out of 173 million dollars, and our and the uh, and our stud point guard is considering his options.
1: Well, yeah, because who's the one who handed it to him? Is Ernie Grunfeld?
0: The same Ernie Grunfeld who can't get anything done with anyone. Look, Houston, Houston, Houston is is the wizards of the west, and this is Joe's just hot take moment here. Okay, just give me a second. They are the same team. They have they have two pieces that are incredibly expensive and limited with resources, and they still go out and they pull off a spectacular trade, spectacular trade, um, to get. To get additional pieces in play there, and in, in, to get Chris Paul, okay, you t- look at look at Oklahoma City, spectacular financial uh-huh. wizardry to move and dump Oladipo's bloated salary, and and uh, Sabonis' son, I forget his first name, all of a sudden, um,
1: the modest or something,
0: yeah, and bring in Paul George, even on a one year, like and people are like, oh, he's only going to go for one year, it doesn't matter because they dumped Oladipo's four remaining years at twenty one million per in the process those guys are those teams have creative gms that can look at a situation and say how can i package what i got and move this around and and make my team better Ernie grunfeld is still you know he wants high fives because he traded a second round pick for a guard he could have gotten for nothing last offseason um we're doomed we are 100% doomed if john wall doesn't sign on the dotted line 173 million dollars like i'm not i'm never going to tell anyone what to do with their money that's a ton of money That that sets you up and your kids and your kids' kids. You you know, we're we're talking generations down the line. And Bradley Beal showed that he was worth his contract. John Wall earned his contract. I I, I'm personally I'm praying that they don't sign Otto. Um, I think that's I personally I'm just I think Ubre with another year under his belt will give you the same. Uh, maybe maybe not the same uh, three point percentage shooting percentage, but he'll give you the same defense as Otto Porter get get some other pieces around around these guys and and move forward i'm terrified that ernie's gonna sign uh auto basically max the king's offer what what a disaster that's gonna be but um you're right the nba has a salary cap and uh ironically lebron was on twitter complaining that curry should have been paid more and asking like this i guess it was a rhetorical question of why there's a salary cap in the nba and he got Um, he got roasted on Twitter for it because you know. Oh, by the way, you're a vice president of the the players' Players association, the players' union, and you voted to to have a cap, so that's why there's a cap. Um, but you're right; the NBA is completely, completely nuts—just all uh, around nuts.
1: I'll give you two things here. You know, my idea, my idea to fix the NBA is to contract those 28 teams, get rid of 28 teams, have four teams have the best 50 players go to those four teams. And stop with the shenanigans, of pretending that there are thirty teams that actually play in the NBA that matter. Okay, and then the second thing, which is more important, is: Do I look like LP that you're wasting my time with basketball <laughs> right now? Do you I look sl- like? A, you, do I look like I weigh thirty five pounds? It's okay? a
0: much bigger story than you think it is. It just is. I mean, it's it, you don't know anything about basketball. That, that's not my fault. You just don't know anything about basketball.
1: It's uh, that is the nicest compliment you've ever given me. Okay.
0: <laughs> um. Yeah, LP and I are gonna do a, a whole NBA free agency show. Go for it! Yeah. I have, I have you six listeners. I okay, okay. Thank you, thank you, thanks for the support, there, Steve. Uh, <laughs> what what did we say was the last topic we wanted to cover?
1: You, I mean, uh, you wanted to. I wanted to body slam you like Trump did to CNN.
0: Okay, first of all, it was a clothesline. It was a clothesline. Okay, <laughs> can, can we get our wrestling moves straight, please? And uh, go ahead and give give me your position on this. You, I'm sure you're gonna tell me that it's uh, it's embarrassing. It's it's an embarrassment, right?
1: Can uh, uh, did you see the name? You so, say. Let's just back it up, just so. Do you want to explain the backstory behind this in case somebody's living under a no, rock?
0: No, I don't. I don't. CNN is trash, and Trump posted a video. A tweet, he retweeted something from like ten years ago, of of from when he uh, made a guest appearance on Raw. But it, it superimposed over the guy's head um, was a CNN logo.
1: Yes, and he took it, it from a, a Reddit user. Who yeah, made whatever. It's it. old. And the guy's the guy's screen name was like Hans Ass Solo or something. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, of course, Trump is really picking his sources very carefully. <laughs> well,
0: I mean, what's the problem? You're going to give me some some bleeding heart liberal nonsense about how uh, I think. Go ahead.
1: Let me I hear. think it's foolish. I think it's it's foolish. I think it's stupid. I, I don't. I don't like when and smart people do stupid stuff. And and I think it's just. Uh, I don't think it helps him.
0: Wow. Anyway, and I, I'm a I, little surprised. Like, so, them so, even, I mean, so, much- so, so even, so even keel, so, so even tempered of you, That that's, I was I'm expecting just, something a little bit more, a little fire coming out of you.
1: I, I think we need more common sense in our politics these days. And I think we're, we're too partisan. I think that the president is feeding into that. I think it doesn't help anyone. I, I, uh, uh, you, but, know who's, but you know you'll who's,
0: admit it was a joke right? I mean he's not like all these all these stupid reporters that are all these stupid reporters that are like the president's inciting violence against reporters. We agree that no, those are just idiots stupid. right?
1: Well well those are the same supporters that go on uh, Berkeley's uh, campus and don't let anyone they go to their safe spaces Oh and dude don't these let are anyone...
0: CNN anchors that are like uh, Trump is inciting violence against CNN anchors. It's so well, stupid.
1: Well I mean well that's the thing is they are making money off of this. They love this stuff and he's playing right into that. And he doesn't even see that. So every time he tweets about FNN and fraud news network and fake news and all that, they CNN loves this stuff. So but,
0: but the ratings so this is in my wheelhouse here. Like I'm I'm a I'm a news junkie, politics junkie. You know CNN for the first time in like 11 years failed to hit a million the million viewer mark in the key demo on Thursday night. Just think like that's insane. And not, over the course of five hours, they couldn't amass a million viewers.
1: Are you saying that's because of Donald Trump telling people no, not to watch? No, it's because
0: it's because of it's because of what's happened at CNN over maybe over the last nine, ten years, but really over the last like it feels like ten minutes with the uh, with the Russia news fraud, the, the the whole story just being fraudulent and continuing to push it, and people resigning. It doesn't take much to get on on the the, the general public's. Uh, you know, S list so to sure. speak and mistrust. And, yeah. And, and so him posting a video like that, like to me, it was tongue in cheek and it, yeah, it, it's not, it's not his best move, but I understand why he's doing it. I mean, and, and there's, I mean, this is the part and, and I heard actually Clay, Clay was talking about this. He said, when, when, when the network that you're trashing can't pull a million viewers and you yourself, the POTUS has 33 million plus followers on Twitter you're, you're legitimizing a source that otherwise is illegitimate. It's like when people tweet at us that have like an egg avatar and five people following them. Like, well, what are we doing wasting our time responding to them? What Exactly. Like it's a waste of time. So in that regard, yeah, I, I agree. Not Especially... The,
1: not Especially when there's so much of your agenda that is becoming disastrous in terms of healthcare not getting passed, in terms of uh, you know what else is he trying to do? I mean, tax reform he hasn't even started on. But uh, my point is, you have an agenda. We need a DTC on politics on
0: show, like the G twenty the G twenty meeting in a couple of days is going to be huge because it's the first time he'll be in a room with Putin,
1: which I everybody's going to freak out about. I think that's ridiculous that he won't bring up. Uh, the, the the hacking and the meddling in the election. I think that's I think that's extremely ridiculous. What are you reading? What do you?
0: I mean, CNN tried to push that narrative for the better part of the last six months. They got nowhere. I mean, it's fake. His press
1: secretary. He, he said that he's he's he said he doesn't know what he's going to talk about. He said he's not. I mean, Melissa McCarthy. Confirm. I mean, might as well have been okay. No, it, it was the angry Southern chick. Okay. 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 <laughs> it was uh, it was Huckabee's Huckabee's daughter. Um. So I I just. I think, like, people are talking about beneath the, the office. I think that there's some validity to that in the sense of the presidency is, is oftentimes symbolic and is oftentimes uh, seen as a, okay. an office to I'm pick okay people up and lift people up. So, I'm, uh, and, I'm okay with and my that. Thing is, and my thing is, you have, like, just this whole idea of of watching CNN and Mika and Joe and, and all this stuff like it's just what are you doing? That's what my dad does. You know? Like, come on! Like, jeez. Uh,
0: look, uh, I'm I'm a Trump guy. Hey, I'm I'm ha- I, I agree. He probably doesn't need to. He doesn't need to do it. But uh, to on my side or from the way I see it, all these people that are run around triggered and just perpetually upset about everything always. Like they just got to sack up, okay? Like there's, there's, sure. they got. Like, everyone needs to be an adult, and if you're not an adult, you need to learn how to be one. And running around, whether you're on CNN or elsewhere, and and just you know, oh, he, I mean, look at look at Kathy Griffin a couple weeks ago. She comes out with his severed head and says it's he's it's hideous. art. It's it's he's art. Hideous. And then when he says you're an idiot, she says oh he's bullying me and she's somehow the victim. Yeah. Like no, like no, no, just no,
1: just hey, let's okay. I I bet I can find some common ground with you on this. You just said everyone needs to be an adult. You know who's really growing on me? Who I, hey, in 2020, if he were to find a way to make, uh, to contest the Republican primary uh, nomination, I would be all on board. You, you want to guess? He's, he's a junior senator.
0: No, I'm curious.
1: Flyover state, Nebraska. Senator Ben Sass <laughs> Really growing on me, okay? Hey. hey did you run like into him at the coffee shop? What, what happened? Hey, at, no, the, at, been, the, at the been,
0: baseball game practice? What's going know, what's on? what's
1: funny is I, I watched him on my liberal uh, Bill Maher show. Okay? I watched him on the Bill Maher show a couple weeks ago. He is phenomenal, and he's slapping the president around for this stuff. And he wrote a book. If I can make a plug for his book, it's called The Vanquishing Adult or something like that. The Vanquishing Age of Adult, something like that. The whole idea is that uh, you have children and you have adults. Adults and children are in a dependent stage, and adults are in an independent stage, and they go through this adolescence, which is kind of this stage of you're physically ready to be an adult, uh, yet we don't. Boring. Society doesn't force you to. And he's saying <laughs> we don't have we don't have any real adults anymore. There's all just babies, it's just man babies, and you can't tell the difference between a ten year old and a twenty five year old. And so I, I love what he's saying. So he he's, also
0: he's, he also owns the quote about this being the first, uh, the first like House of Congress that went through public school for them if they went through public school that weren't forced to take a civics class or like like what we grew up with as like uh-huh. social studies so he's like you know there's a reason why nobody knows what's in the constitution it's cuz we stopped studying it and we stopped learning about it and we've gone no, full circle now uh, where our legit. elected officials a- now are not um they're not versed in it like it's not it's not something they were required to ever study
1: absolutely they're long gone are the days of ron paul
0: <laughs> yeah where you just walk around with the constitution in your pocket yeah exactly, uh, of course exactly but we some need a weed, dtc politics weed show. In your other po- we need we need a hey, politics show
1: but but ben sass i'm not sure how i feel he's pushing this repeal without replacing obamacare thing and i know bernie sanders was talking to, out against it uh but bernie is really Sanders pushing- is
0: under investigation himself okay the, hey, the secret the 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 worst kept secret millionaire ever okay Who's just banking money left and right is under investigation for fraud. So I
1: don't, I don't care what party you're in. That's a big blow to the last honest man on Capitol Hill.
0: I don't disagree uh, whether he's honest or not. I mean, he's st- what he stood for. His uh-huh. brand, his brand between the crazy shooter and now being investigated by the IRS uh, or is it FBI or joint investigation? Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. It's a bad look for everybody, regardless of what side of the aisle you're on. Well, wrong.
1: it's 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 his girl. It's Cheney it doesn't matter he's involved That's, it doesn't matter yeah yeah no i'm with you know
0: with. find me a man who didn't uh find, meet his doom because of uh you know <laughs> the woman he was shacking up with
1: well now now i got to go silent. okay now you got to <laughs> we got to end this quickly okay
0: oh uh, we got we got to do a politics show this is this is this is so much better than nats or caps talk. <laughs> <laughs> uh anyway so um are the caps going to win the next four The next seven four of the seven uh,
1: I don't think the Caps are, but the Nats I mean are. the
0: Nats, the Nats. Yeah, yeah. You got me all excited. I'm all twisted. <laughs> <I> mean- <laughs> and I'm talking talking politics.
1: The uh, the Nats will win four of seven. I think they'll win uh, two of three against the Braves. I know Steven Matz is pitching tonight. Lugo in the middle. And I think Jacob deGrom is pitching the conclusion. Strasburg is pitching tonight for us. So I think we'll win the first two. And then uh, we just haven't been able to hit deGrom. So I think we'll win two of those. And, uh... Yeah, I think we'll win at least four. I think we could take three of four from the Braves. I know uh, Julio Tehran is pitching. I know Bryce loves seeing him. Uh, So, you know, I I think there's no reason we don't take two of three and three of four. So, big week. Let's go into the all-star break, 10-game lead in the NL uh, NL East, and uh, let's enjoy the break.
0: Sounds good, Stevie. This was good. Talk to you soon. Thanks, buddy. This has been DTC. We are out.
1: This has been DTC, your one-stop shop for all things DC sports. Visit us online at www.defeatingthecurse.com. Find us and follow us on all social media platforms at Defeating the Curse. Thanks for listening. Until next time, hustle and get rich.